Welcome to another episode of Indie Pioneers, a podcast by Cosmetics Design Asia. Joining me on this episode is Joanne Ang, the co-founder of Kanzo Skin, a sensitive skincare brand dedicated to the belief that everyone deserves to feel comfortable in their own skin. I speak to Joanne about the personal story behind the genesis of the brand and how she hopes to use it as a medium to spread the message of skin inclusivity. Hi Joanne, how's it going? Hi Amanda, everything is great. And yourself? Pretty good. I'm really excited that we get to do this. Thank you for having me here. It's my honor. <laughs> great, let's get down to it, shall we? Um, so 2020, big year for you. It was the year you launched your brand Kanzo Skin. I hope that everything's been going well since. Yes, yes, yes. Everything's going well. Thank you so much. Why did you decide to enter the beauty industry and, and start your own skincare company? As I understand it, you were driven by a pretty strong personal mission. The reason why I started Cancel Skin is because of my brother, Abel. Um, he's also the co-founder. So since young, Abel suffers from chronic eczema and has been using steroid creams for more than a decade. But the thing is, it didn't improve and caused him to have uh, side effects known as uh, topical steroid withdrawal. So basically, his skin was constantly oozing, shedding, and he, was, he had nerve pain. So on top of that, he also suffers from severe insomnia due to the uncontrollable itch at night. So because of this condition, he couldn't get his ideal job, you know, was ever chased out of a swimming pool by a lifeguard and even caught names like skin disease boy. So actually in my family, we are not blessed in the skin department. So I myself, I had severe acne, cystic acne when I was younger and my dad has psoriasis. So we start to observe that more and more people, including young children, are diagnosed with various uh, skin conditions like eczema or sensitive skin. But many of them have no knowledge or guidance on how to manage these conditions. So this really pushed Abel and I to start Cancel Skin. We want to provide uh, relief for people with compromised skin to educate the public about the various skin conditions and how to manage them. Wow, Joanne, that's, that's a really powerful story. Thank you, thank you. I'm curious to know, how have these experiences influenced the way you design your products? So basically from day one, right, we are very clear that our mission is to create uh, skincare products that uh, respect the skin's health and are suitable for people with compromised skin. So as for our products, they have to fulfill two criteria. So number one, uh, we feel that skincare should be enjoyable. And number two, skin care should be free from irritants and allergens. So in the case of number one, when I say skin care should be enjoyable, what I mean is that it has to feel good on the skin so that um, our customers will enjoy using it. So because we know the, the negative side effects that comes from the long-term and excessive use of uh, steroid creams, we want to help people to reduce the need to use them in the first place. So for people with eczema, you know, dry skin can trigger flare-ups, right? Yeah, so it's important to make it a habit to moisturize regularly and in this process you know soothe their skin and help them feel better but in order for them to do that they have to first enjoy using our moisturizer so we believe if people don't enjoy uh, how a product feels on their skin they will not use it even if you give them the best product in the world so that's why when we design our moisturizer uh, it has to provide long-lasting hydration and at the same time uh, we make sure that it's not not sticky, not greasy. We want people to feel comfortable using our moisturizer throughout the day. When I mention uh, skincare should be free from irritants and allergens, what I mean is that we focus on creating products that respects the skin's health, creating skin respecting formulations. So basically we avoid common irritants and allergens in our formulations 
and this includes uh, fragrance and essential oils, which can be irritating for some people, especially especially those with a compromised skin barrier. So as much as possible, we avoid the use of unnecessary ingredients. They are not be- they are not beneficial to the skin. So even though fragrance and essential oils they can enhance the sensorial experience, right? And and obviously there are there are allergen free fragrance out there. We still choose not to use them in our products just to minimize the risk. So many people think that uh, cancer skin is only suitable for people with eczema, but actually our products are designed to be gentle enough for normal, dry and sensitive skin as well. So it's also suitable for children and pregnant ladies. Uh, we don't believe in tapping on, on people's insecurities to market our products. We are not here to promote flawless, poreless, glass skin. Uh, instead, we very much focus on skin health. So to us, what's more important is how a person feels in their own skin. Like literally, we want people to feel comfortable in their own skin. So this means that you know your skin doesn't feel tight, dry or sensitive or itchy. Yeah, so that's the goal. So very recently in January, you launched a campaign to bring skin inclusivity into the, the spotlight. Can you tell us a bit more about it and perhaps start by explaining the term skin inclusivity to those who may not know it? Skin inclusivity actually means skin inclusivity. It was actually done in collaboration with the Body Within Movement in Singapore. So we basically showcase a few inspiring women with different skin issues and their journey to self-love and acceptance. We featured this lady with topical steroid withdrawal. So it's exactly the same condition as what my, my brother has. Obviously, there's also one with psoriasis, one with textured skin, you know, acne scarring. So through this campaign, what we hope to achieve is, you know, we want to send out the message that all skin is good skin, regardless of color, texture or condition. So I think it's really important to show empathy towards people who are suffering from skin conditions. Um, Having a skin condition, right, uh, whether it's eczema, psoriasis, rosacea or even acne is really more than just the outlook. These conditions can sometimes be very painful and really take a toll on a person's mental health. People fear what they don't understand, right? So I hope by creating more awareness surrounding these conditions, uh, we can reduce the stigma surrounding uh, around them. In fact, these conditions are not contagious and there's nothing to fear. If you don't mind me asking, what was Abel's reaction to this campaign? I didn't really ask him to be honest, but he was there on the day of the shoot. Especially with this condition, it's not too common, right? So he was, he felt very alone most of the time. So when he went for the shoot, when he was there on the day of the shoot and saw someone with the exact same skin condition as him, I would say that he was really happy. So I think we are doing the right thing. How would you personally like to see the beauty industry change? I would like to see the beauty industry, you know, be more transparent and authentic instead of tapping on people's insecurities and lack of understanding on cosmetic science to to push their products to consumers. I really hope that brands will start focusing on adding value to their customers to attract them instead. So this can be, you know, like educating uh, consumers about ingredients, uh, how to care for their skin and the basics of skin physiology. I feel that uh, beauty products should make people feel good about themselves, not make people feel bad about themselves. Brands should strive to embrace real people with real skin instead of promoting unrealistic beauty standards. Another area I would like to see change, I guess, is also the practice of, the rampant practice of uh, fear-mongering. Many brands are focused on being 
like natural and heavily market their products as chemical free. I feel like this really creates a lot of uh, purchasing anxiety and confusion in the market. So there are, there are many cases where ingredients like essential oils like can cause skin irritation and allergic reactions. So in fact, some essential oils, uh, especially like citrus ones, like the for example, lemon essential oil can cause like a phototoxic reaction under the sun. So on the, on the other hand, right, not all chemicals are bad. Scientifically speaking, H2O is a chemical as well. The beauty industry should stop seeing chemicals in a bad light. So I think I, I've mentioned to you before, I think brands should should actually talk more about what's in their products rather than what's mm. not. Yes, definitely. Um, Joanne, what is success to you? You know, how do you personally measure the success of your brand and your company? Frankly speaking, it's not about the dollars. To me, my measure of success is uh, to one day be able to provide meaningful job opportunities for people with compromised skin conditions. You know, when I joined the, the various eczema and TSW support groups, uh, I see many despondent people who either got fired from their job or cannot find a job because of their skin. And I, and I really hope to be able to make a difference in this area. That's absolutely wonderful. I really hope you get to do that in the future. Now, is there any other beauty brand or brand owner that, that you personally look up to? There's one person I realized that I've been admiring for quite some time. And this person, uh, she's Leah Yu, the founder of Crave Beauty. So I find that she's very transparent in the way she runs uh, her brand. She doesn't shy away from discussing uh, very touchy topics like sustainability and she isn't afraid to, sh- to share about like all the challenges she faced in, in running the business. More importantly, I also love the fact that she's not churning out products after products like most beauty brands in the market. You know, given her popularity as a beauty influencer, right, I'm, I'm sure she knows like whatever product she put out there, yeah, there will definitely be be a line of people waiting to to buy to buy them basically so i think she really stays true to her beliefs and and this is something that i really admire about her overall i just find that she's a very genuine and wholesome person yeah i really like i really really admire her all righty joanne you know i love 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 spending time with you but it's been a while and i really should let you go thank you so much i am really happy that we got to do this Thank you. Me too. I think what you're doing is absolutely beautiful and I really wish you and Abel the best. Thank you so much, Amanda. This has been Amanda for CosmeticsDesignAsia.com. Join me again for another episode of Indie Pioneers to learn more about the amazing people behind Asia Pacific's beauty brands.